And we back G&Q review with our friend Patrick. What's going on, Grant? What is going on? It feels like it's been longer than a week, but I don't think it has. Nope, we're back. Back on track. You know why? It's because um, I feel like I don't get to hang out with you guys anymore. Why not? We're, what what we're happened? Just, well, we don't. I mean, we already went over this, but like we usually play Valorant a, a few times a week. What's that? <laughs> it's a it's a nerdy uh, computer game. game. <laughs> yeah, but why Gamer can't we boys. do that, Grant? We can. Well, you have a broken wrist if you're not watching YouTube live with a big purple cast. People Does it really smell? Like the you color. get your nose in there. Yeah. <laughs> That's a <laughs> resounding yes. answer. Mm-hmm. Not That's good. Nice. No. Like to punish yourself. <laughs> It's just like sweaty. It's not like it's not a pleasant smell. Okay, it's not like just a little must, musty. Yeah, it's just a little gross. Uh, earlier, you were praising Coke Zero. You know, I feel like it's been a minute. We haven't had any sponsors. Yeah, I have a sponsor today. So, oh, Pat's got a sponsor showing it. It's Coke Zero. It was hard. It, it took us a while to to even start conversations <laughs> with the Coca Cola. Such a massive company. Um, such a massive company. But with our, really, it was just a numbers game. Um, they saw how, you know, we were going for with or without them. And um, they just had to be on board um, this this kind of train, you know, where we're kind of starting a, a movement and, and we're ruffling feathers uh, left and right. And, and center. And center and center. And we're... Uh, stirring pots, we're stirring many pots. And scraping Coca-Cola pants. Coca-Cola said, "Yeah, we're scraping pants." Coca-Cola said, "We want to stir, scrape, and and bang uh, pants. ruffle with you." And I'd like to shout out to Quinn right here. It was yeah. his idea to reinvent Coke Zero as Coke oh, Zero oh, sugar. Yeah. So it was direct it, to podcast to consumer. Yeah, it. Weren't we not supposed to bring that up? All right, I got, we got a post production subject. We'll, we'll uh, take care yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one company that's not so great. Actually, I have a question first. <laughs> Do you guys know who owns Seven Up? A and W. That's what I was going to guess too. Who owns A and W? No one. A and W owns A and W. Seven. A uh, I think they own Seven Up A and W, and like. Something else. Barks. Barks root beer. No, Barks is Coca-Cola. Is it? Okay. All right. I'm really confused. I I think you're wrong. Uh, (laughs) It says, who owns 7-Up? Dr. Pepper Snapple Group. Snapple. 7-Up. Look at A&W. A&W. When I Google who owns A&W Soda, Keurig Dr. Pepper. Hmm. Hmm? Keurig Dr. Pepper. <laughs> you can't escape M&A. Keurig Dr. Pepper. That's what it says. Look on your 7-Up can that you have I'm in front of you. It. it says A&W on it. Does it not? Uh, no. I'm looking at it. Does it say n- n- nothing? Does it say Dr. It Pepper? Snapple, probably. It says 7-Up. 7-Up.com. No, 7-up. like a little copy. Look at the other place. It's, it's like by the barcode, I think. Dr. Pepper slash 7-Up, Inc. Hmm. Who's so, A&W on? I think they were bought out, Grant. It sounds like they were bought out. Everyone gets bought out. The rights are owned by their people. Anyways, they have this Dr. Pepper. Okay, okay. They use... Oh, okay. Anyway, sorry. Right. Grant's wrong. It's okay. Uh, simple 7-Up with real Everyone ingredients. It's not good. Just tell you. With real ingredients, says, what's the sugar content? It says, it says new, uh, twenty-eight grams. That's not bad for a. Why would it taste bad? I feel like you can't go wrong. I don't know something some about these real ingredients. Sugar. Simple set. It's not regular Seven Up. I think regular Seven Up. Imagine making your own soda. Like if I'm making a soda pop. Uh huh. A soda pop. Soda pop. One, you know, well, packet of sugar. That's three grams. Your typical mm-hmm. Coca-Cola has 42 grams of sugar in it. That is quick math. 
That's a can, 14, right? You can, yeah. 14 <laughs> packets of sugar. One packet of sugar is typically four grams, two to four grams, 3.5. Seen a bunch of different things. Three, two to four. You know, that's we're going why it's with so gross when it's when it's uh, not super cold. Yeah, because it's just like syrupy, and you're like, ew! It's but literally imagine, syrup. Imagine you're making that, and you're like, let's add more. Like, we, we still need to add more. Like, it's, <laughs> it's not quite right. We need to make it sweeter. <laughs> it's basically like si- simple syrup. It's like halfway to simple syrup, which yeah. is like one to one. <laughs> Carbonated simple syrup is soda. I. It's insane. And then they took the calories out thanks to Quinn. And they knew and improved. Not in I'm, simple 7-Up, guys, though. <laughs> I'm drinking. Uh, this is the last one from St. Oh. Patty's Day. Nice. Nice. Guinness. Mm-hmm. Guinness right. just has a funky flavor. More sponsors. You know, feel free to contact us. Feedback at GQ Review. You could... You could be a sponsor too. You could be a sponsor too. Yeah. Speaking of nerdy games, what are we talking about today, Grant? You know, I'm glad you asked, Quinn. Uh, we are talking about a war games. It's a 1983 American Cold War science fiction techno thriller. Techno thriller. Um, written by those are words I would not have <laughs> put together ever. Well, maybe you haven't seen this film, but uh, this this film, um, it stars Matthew Broderick, uh, Dabney Coleman, John Wood, and Ali Sheedy, follows David Lightman, a young hacker who unwittingly accesses a U.S. military supercomputer program to simulate, predict, and execute nuclear war against the Soviet Union. I'm, uh, it's I'm also a bad description. I'm going to have to pause you. Yeah. Usually when you go into Hollywood, you change your name. That woman's last name was Sheedy. I just mm-hmm. feel like you shouldn't, like, kind of a shitty actress. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I feel she's like- in, she's from, I I recognized her. She's also in a psych, okay, like okay. a few psych episodes. Re- recurring kind of character. Recurring, but I just yeah. feel like if you're trying to go into Hollywood, it doesn't help your case to literally have your last name be like shitty. Yeah, I feel like back then though there was like less <laughs> changing, right? Like I don't think she. I guess I feel she like it's always her. been like that. Yeah, you're, you might be right. Sorry, so this, this was a film that you wanted to watch, Grant, because it has very strong ties to your childhood. Is that right? No, we watched it because of Ukraine. Not- oh, and Ukraine fit in. Yeah, um, I it was a film that uh, nostalgic is a word to describe it, but more like, you know, when you have it was almost like a core memory where you like think back to your childhood, you're like, what was that movie? Like, and I remember it scenes very vividly um, and I didn't know why, you know, and so I wanted to watch it um, and Which scene? I don't. What pops into your when head? When he was like going, when he was starting to use the go into the computer, I think I thought that was cool. But I think it's it is cool when you're a, a child. Um, I thought this movie was maybe I shouldn't have rewatched. <laughs> uh, left in the past. Yeah, let those good times maybe, be good times. Maybe just just a PSA to all you guys who have you know some sort of nostalgia for for a film just think just think twice maybe before you put it on the TV you're telling me a cold war techno thriller whiz kid protagonist didn't age I wouldn't even well. call this a thriller I'd call it it's it's almost it's it's like zany. <laughs> You know, thrillers are not zany. <laughs> this is like, it's almost like Mac and me vibes at points. Yeah, they're comical characters with like <laughs> unbelievable scenarios. Unbelievable scenarios. That just, you know, it happened in the 80s, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they're all walking around NORAD. It's uh, like fear mongering too for like. Oh, that kid's up to trouble with his computer upstairs. Yeah. No, are they pro computer or anti computer? I can't I think tell. they're anti computer. Yeah. Also, they, this guy has come up with like 
general artificial intelligence. Like this, the professor, like he's what his, uh, what's his, um, Joshua, his computer program is insane. It can teach itself. It's like a real human. It learned how to solve a nuclear crisis. And what was the countdown at? Like 35 seconds just by playing tic-tac-toe. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, we can talk. Let's let's save that for a like, climax. Is a great scene that I definitely want to dive into because there's just a lot to unpack there. I think it's there's many layers. You know, let's say that like an onion, like an onion, um, very deep, and uh, you know, just the cinematography and just brilliant. I like when everything sparked, but nothing broke. Uh, all right. In a more <laughs> serious note, were you guys familiar with uh, like the phone freaking that was going on? Things like he was calling doing with all the, phones? the numbers. Yeah, like no. calling mm-hmm. all those numbers. That sort of technology. Was that real? I feel like your yeah, dad yeah. did that, Quinn. He did. He did. I knew that. I knew um, this was going. What does that mean? So, well, I'd have to. I. I. I Would you call it phone freaking? I don't know if they called it that back then. But I think that's what they call it now. It's like a PH, PH, uh, phone and, and freak combined. Uh, definitely the biggest and most uh, simple example of, of doing that was to just have like collect calls and long distance calls for free. I mean, you could call whoever you wanted from either like pay phones and, and a lot of things were based off of like that sound, that frequency. You kind of just trick machines in the, thinking oh, oh a quarter went in or something hmm. um and it gives you access yeah, i was lost there. that's why there's all that set, like recording stuff like that's why he recorded the sound yeah yeah, yeah yeah i when didn't was, really understand i didn't think it was, was all about frequencies all, but it is plausible to a degree I don't know if that like that situation was a little far fetched. Like he finds like some sort of recorder and he's, uh, <laughs> but it's but in line it with could happen. Yeah. yeah, it's plausible. It's in line with the rest of the Improbable, technology, but plausible. Um, I thought my, it was. I thought it was like I was lost. I was like, what? I didn't oh, know. Oh, I, I remember now. So, yeah. oh, I'm glad I thought of this. So I think I remember my dad telling me a story about how people maybe himself they used it for uh calling into like radio shows so they'd say you know the 30th person gets the prize and somehow you could hack the system into you would be one through 30 or whatever you would just you would snag Mm. the prize um but i remember he told me another story about how one time I don't know if he left it on or he was trying to do something else, but basically it, it, it kind of did the same thing as the kid did in the movie where it's just going through like every single number in a certain area code or something. But I think he hit some sort of hospital and it called every single phone in the hospital. And then the police showed up at his house. <laughs> it was like, what are you doing? um i don't think anything bad happened but the police definitely were involved yeah that whole dial-up device then that's real where you take the phone off and like put it down on like something that's capturing the frequencies is that what that was happening yeah it's almost like like a metal plate or something like back to itself or something and and it just gets past that what is it access you know, I, 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 this is interesting to me because a lot of my um, – when I was watching this, I was like, this seems so far-fetched. It seemed like they just were making it up. Um, so the fact that some of it is based in reality I think is good. Um, you know, it, it makes the film, I think, a little better. Um, but so can you dial – into another computer you doing that well like, i don't think you can I, anymore but but i could have dialed into how does that even work i could have dialed into the school's computer 
Uh, that example. Oh. I feel like usually you had to be on the same like, like on a on a computer on the, like the school's network. Yeah, yeah, it has to be a network, right? But I don't think networks were you know as secure. I think it was a lot of basic authentication where you just have a username and a password. So maybe you could, yeah. And yeah, but the actual files. How are you accessing those if you're just I, dialing in? I think it's the all unbelievable part just of command that prompt. for me was that in whenever this movie was, they didn't just hand write report cards and <laughs> they were actually printed. That was the unbelievable thing to me. Yeah. It would uh, take longer to. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think everything was just through like a command line interface and, and you would interact with with things like that and there wasn't a lot of security and the phone and the computers were a lot more intertwined than they are now. You know, I don't, they're kind of seen as, and maybe they are just completely separate protocols. Yeah. I guess for like the file, like where, you know, like now if I want to access a file, like that's stored on someone else's server, right. You would use like a, like that's like what cloud is right. Like, but if the school's hard, their hard drive has like files on it, how does dialing in with a phone allow me to access the files? Like, or is it just a visual? I'm just confused. I think it's a different, it's different protocols. So like everything now is, you know, HTTP, which wasn't invented until this movie came out. Um, <laughs> this movie was the catalyst for HTTP. <laughs> <laughs> dissertation. Um, yeah, I don't know when that started becoming more prevalent, but you just in 2000, Roy Fielding initiated in 1989 H- development of HTTP. Okay, I think he did like 1.1 or something. Yeah, I, I, 1.1 I don't think was those... 1997, so years later. Decades later. Yeah, you just later. have it's it's hard to imagine because you know every everything's like that now, but it just wasn't like that before, and you could access data in different ways. Um, it's yeah. almost like it was just like on a website, you know, like the, yeah, and like they were just accessing like he was just logging into a website and changing the value on that was stored on his high school's website with his information, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of this, I mean, even in the last five, 10 years, I mean, things are changing pretty rapidly. So it, it was, I think it's still believable. I don't know about the teacher grade example, like if that's how, you know, grades were actually stored, but no, definitely that's like our parents, like they weren't receiving like electronic report cards. Digital grades. I think like, that toyless thing makes sense though, like what he was trying to do. Mm-hmm. I think they would have the some sort of list. Like if like he was trying to get the list of the games oh, from yeah. a from a server. Like that seems believable you don't really get much after that but you you know the name of a game or something yeah so did you guys enjoy this movie um enjoy is such a strong word (laughs) it's really not and it's pretty (laughs) open-ended um i think there were way too many just weird scenes and weird pieces of dialogue and not really a convincing plot for it to be emotionally investable. Um, I don't know. I have a few things here. What? I, like the parents are like eating like corn. It's like this corn is raw. You can taste the. <laughs> why? Why is D. that in there? Why? What do you mean? What's what does that add? Maybe it could have been a fad in like the eighties. I don't. Know. That that's probably we're we're probably yeah, just missing so much context. Stuff. Yeah, this corn is raw. <laughs> that um, would be the worst thing to bite into, honestly. 
It, it might be just some 80s things because they were drinking like it didn't seem raw soda. either. It seemed like it was perfectly cooked. It looked like pretty nice corn. Yeah. Uh, it made me want some corn. It made me. I don't think I, I usually do the knife thing. And I was like, this bread trick is great. I was disgusted by the bread trick. It's like, yeah, he oh, went what? a little overboard, but <laughs> but <laughs> I, was just I mean, confused. if you're gonna put, it didn't feel good watching that. I was like, <laughs> I liked it. Uh, I liked the bread see. trick. That one woman ate the gum of the that Morad dude. That was like very startling. I, I thought that woman was going that. to have a role. Yeah, she had no role. She, she was the was, gum eater. <laughs> no, Wait, she who was are you talking sti- about. Why do I not remember this? Statistics it's very, queen. It's a very quick scene. She always had the statistics. She's like, it's going to be six oh. minutes of subs. If the submarine is launched, it's going to be six minutes. I she was the in gum eater. every scene. I'll post that scene. That it's very quick. He's like, I gotta run. He's like, take this, and then she took it and then ate it. And she was always just kind of following along looking at stuff that was like we're hmm. she was cast as like a you're gonna walk behind this person and just look around intently sorry i had to i don't know how my tv turned on i had to turn that off and then for some reason the dog thought i was attacking him so was snoop dog <laughs> on the screen no he was not <laughs> he might have been actually i don't know <laughs> no no sudden movements uh yeah, that lady was weird. I don't know why she was eating gum. Um, other people's gum. Other people's gum. That security guard was trying to get it, dude. He was sliding into that secret. Oh, she was he- not having it too. It was like, it was like borderline. I mean, it was definitely sexual harassment. Not allowed at the workplace. Yeah, no. that he. There would have been a video, you know, all hands. This behavior is not tolerated, and you know you will be immediately. We let Steve go. Please yeah. don't be Steve. Here's a video yeah, we, of Steve. I remember it. You know the. I guess normal. I the norms right have changed so much in a good way. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely right where it's less sexist and less fucking sleazy i uh, the other time where it like stood out for me in a film was when we watched rocky he like rocky basically raped adrian do you remember this quinn remember rocky he like pinned Uh, her into a corner she was like trying to leave and he like pinned her into a corner and like she couldn't fucking leave he was he's like this fucking buff dude yeah we had a series of movies where it was definitely uh, you know, if certain people watched him today, they would say certain things. A lot of just implied consent, you know, man and a woman who are in a room together, you know, some sexual tension. Woman kind of pulls away. Guy kind of keeps pushing on her and then eventually leading to, to more. You know, no, I don't think a lot of words are exchanged. It's just a lot of body mm-hmm. action, body language. And Women weren't even allowed to like have decisions. I don't think in 1980s. Well, some <laughs> of it's worse than others. Um, the Rocky one, I don't really remember. Too it was pretty clearly. Bad. I don't remember the Rocky one either, and I I didn't watch it with you guys, but I watched it recently. But I've heard it's very bad as well. Yeah. And this one is just like gross and sleazy, and like it's just weird that it's part of a movie and like normalized, like was normal you know that's like just normal security behavior yeah like well i mean you're writing it you're writing it in it's it's not like oh this is something common that happens you're obviously it's not seen as a good thing yeah i think there it was like he was being it was highlighted that he was being sleazy yeah yeah right sleazy dude he wasn't doing his job either he was no he got away (laughs) david or whatever his name is What's David. his name? Light Lightman. 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 And his, Lightman. He had the two total uh, weirdo computer friends at a random office that he went to. One dude was like literally autistic. 
That guy was really messed up. I think up. he was supposed to be depicted as autistic. Probably. He was, he was like was Mark Zuckerberg, so <laughs> you better watch your mouth. I'm sorry. The Zuck, our other sponsor. And the, Met, you just the had the chub, chubby, overweight, slob dude. Stained t-shirt. Stained t-shirt, yeah, but super smart. Yeah, it's Definitely. a back door. I always leave one in the you know. Yeah, was that a thing too? Could have been. I don't know. That you could do that now. Yeah, that's like what Apple got in trouble for having that. It's like uh whatever the whatever the data protection was in Europe. Oh yeah, yeah. The GDPR. Like, yeah, yeah, the GDPR. Yeah. They were going after Apple for billions. Backdoors. Yeah. Yeah. I'd want some of their cash too. Yeah. Uh. I thought this was the earliest time a movie said their title. <laughs> it's like 12 minutes in. It was like, the computer's playing, shall we say, a series of games. War games. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> uh, yeah, sometimes you don't even need to say the title, you know. Yeah, it was a little heavy-handed. Yeah, um, I thought this film was kind of hard to watch because of all the zaniness it was not very believable their relationship the romantic relationship was not believable what do you mean yeah what do you i bought in 100 i bought in i was totally i was rooting for them i was team that's what kept me through the the film i would have i would have done a gnq first where i wouldn't have finished the film if it wasn't for the romance no i can't it, it's a culmination of everything. All of their interactions were not very. What was her name? Jackie? Ja- girl? Yoga girl? Jennifer. Jennifer? Maybe. It was Jennifer. Uh, she looked like she was like 24. Um, what do you mean? She looked a lot older than him, I thought. I didn't think so. I didn't think so. Okay. Well, she gave see me how Hermione she vibes. She was born in 62. I mean, I don't think she was born in 62. They were probably 20 something at the time of filming. Yeah, they were 21. That 16 year old girls, boys and girls. No, they were 21. No, I mean, but in the film, what are they supposed to be? Oh, yeah. Definitely not 18. No one's one's casted as a. You don't cast 16 year olds. Um. That's ageist. Oh, speaking of ageism, they they were ageist in the show, in the movie, when um, they were talking about Falcon Falcon's death, and he he was like, yeah, he, he was pretty old. He was forty one <laughs> or something. And yeah, then, she was like, were they making mm, a joke? Yeah, that's old. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know, but then she's like, my dad's forty five. I was like, wait, what? Like, forty's not. She started to get into like an emotional thing too, like he, because she said that, and he, she was like, a couple years ago, like he was getting really sick, and we were worried, and he was like, "Wait, what was the son's name?" That it just like, just don't. Uh, what are you talking about, the Professor Falcon? Yeah. So like when they um, brought the up, no, 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 when they brought up. Uh, they were trying to figure out the password, right? Oh. So they were talking about, like, when did he die? 41. Yeah. And then she was trying to have, like, an emotional connection with him, saying that, like, a couple years ago, her dad was sick at that same age, and she was getting very scared. And oh. she started to explain it. And he cut her off and said, oh. wait, what was his son? And he's like, yeah. we're in. <laughs> and I was like, all right. This- <laughs> I don't know. So her dad almost also died at 40. Yeah, yeah. But he was not interested in hearing about it. No. no. Interested in Joshua. Shut Uh, up about your dad. I think my (laughs) my favorite character was the the general guy. He had some funny zingers. Which I wrote. Yeah. Why don't you just unplug it? <laughs> my second favorite, or maybe it's my favorite. Where he's like, "I've determined your new defense system sucks." 
<laughs> like, yep. That's He's pretty good. Com- computers. Yeah. Uh, so that guy was it's kind entertaining. Of I thought there were going to be some secret Russian operatives. There's going to be an extra twist. Oh, an you extra know, layer to it. You know, because when they were kind of introducing it, I felt like there was so much tension, you know? Like, before um, David Lightman is introduced as, like, you zany protagonist, whatever, you know, when they're running those drills and they're, like, the guy, like, holds a gun up to the other person, you know? Uh, he's, like, push the button, push the button. He's, like, I can't do it, I can't do it. I thought Russians were actually going to be, like, infiltrating there. and Because hmm. they were, like, removing signs and, like, doing weird stuff. And I was, like, is there yeah. another element that's going on here? But, nope, there wasn't. That would be too techno thriller for this film. Are you supposed to shoot? What's the point of the gun? What do you mean point of the gun? Well, I think now that I'm thinking about it, you need two people to do it. That's the whole point. So you, well, you that's, can't. that was like a plot hole too. It's like you needed two people to do it, but then they were saying that the missiles were going to be launched anyways after they were loaded up, but couldn't you just have the people not turn the keys or did they... They now shoot off changed, the missiles. Oh, they changed the protocol, so now they don't use humans. Yeah, y- get yeah. the people out of the loop. So of, you don't need a Whopper. We want to. We can Whopper trust instead. Whopper to do it instead of two guys. Burger King stocks are all time high. <laughs> but I don't know why the one guy pointed a gun at the other person because even if he shot him, he still can't do the no, nuclear. He wasn't going to kill him. He was like trying to. He didn't kill him. No, he was just trying just, to get him to turn the key. Well, why do they have guns? Just a because weird conversation tactic. Okay. If, I'm in a discussion with my coworker about Maybe something you serious. Point your gun at your coworker. Then. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you just turn the fucking key. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> if someone puts a gun at you, you're probably a little bit more prone to turn it. Actually, but if you're if it's really a moral quandary, you'd be like, well, if he kills me, he still can't turn it. So. Yeah, my life for twenty million or however many. It was a test, anyways. Well, which that's the is point. interesting. There's the um test. in the well, I should have looked this up. Um, maybe I'll look it up now. There is definitely there is an instance during the Cold War where we almost sent off nukes because of a false alarm, and it was like very close to basically the is that whole what world this being nuked. Movies about. I don't know. That's a good. I think there were quite a few. I think on both sides, like there's a very famous Russian person who stopped. Uh, like he was like the last like line of defense, like the guy that was being pointed the gun at, who didn't turn the key to send missiles. See, there's some sort of proud project, proud profit simulated war game. Played by the United States on June twentieth, nineteen eighty-three, Cold War, Soviet Union. Uh, this is a long Wikipedia article. Here, this is probably this might be what the the film was based off of. Um, this was November 9th, nineteen seventy-nine. So a few years before this film, computer errors at NORAD headquarters in Peterson Air Force Base, the Strategic Air Command um, post in Offutt Air Force Base. Blah 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 blah. Uh, led to alarm and full preparation for a non-existent large-scale Soviet attack. Uh, NORAD notified National Security Advisor that the Soviet Union had lost 250 ballistic missiles with a trajectory for the U.S., saying decision to retaliate would need to be made by the president within three to seven minutes. NORAD computers then placed the number of incoming missiles at 2,200. They didn't launch them so but, it was all messed up but that that's definitely what this film's based on yeah this is the no red headquarters so we shouldn't trust these damn computers right we need men uh we just need more data it just didn't the they algorithm needs to around a training scenario was inadvertently loaded into an operational computer in the cheyenne mountain complex I loaded it to production. You said we're going so live. So literally, I that's was on PTO. maybe why. <laughs> maybe that's why this Please film don't is, is me. more critically acclaimed. If it's based off of a real 
incident yeah. of training scenarios and then they added this kind of so hacker serious did the training. public did it seem like from that article the public knew about things or did it not come out until later um i feel like everyone was watching the news back then like because i mean right but i don't know if that's something you publicize like in the movie they showed it they were like we went to defcon whatever we thought the soviets were gonna attack but if i was a country i don't think i would tell people that yeah, I don't you know, know. We, all, we almost messed up it doesn't seem unless like... it's you know the off election cycle <laughs> you're <laughs> talking about joe biden <laughs> he could he loaned a trading simulation <laughs> yeah oh there's a lot a lot a lot a lot of stuff written a lot of close this. calls yeah so that's um, interesting, actually, you know, again, I think that adds to the film. Um, did you think I have a question for both of you? This is did you think what's his name? Uh, Michael, Michael Lightning? Broderick, not Michael, Matthew, Matthew, Matthew Broderick. Do you think he was a good actor in this film? He's OK. I like him better than Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Right. I was like, this is it's Ferris Bueller, man. That's it's right before, right? This is right before. Yeah, this War Games. I thought he's fine. I yeah, didn't think I, anyone was a great actor in the movie. Yeah, no one was no. helping out each other, dealing with what they had. Also, the, the cinematography of these, like, maybe that's why it's felt more zany. It's just really, like, in terms of it's a lot less dramatic than if it was made today in terms of like close-ups like care you know like there were no close-ups of characters like no um what are they called like extreme close-ups where you just like see one person's face you know and like none the of general's that general face it as it goes defcon one that yeah, would have been nothing. a huge moment you know yeah like, no it's, DEFCON it's kind one, of and then it just zooms on his face and then it's like one yeah, and you can see like, or and then you just see his face, and you see like the screens like flickering in front of him, and like him staring off in you know, a, like not a knowing what to do, disassociative way. World. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but no, nothing like so. The cinematography of this was like kind of took away from the drama. It made it. I don't know. It just didn't seem that kind of felt good. like. I could have made that like shot on an iPhone, you know. Shot. Yeah, Here we go. it wasn't that interesting. I mean, it was like it told the plot, but character development and it was like a young this... adult novel. Yeah. Did you know Matthew? spy movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's perfect. Yes, spy kids, but like a little bit older. Mm-hmm. I've read like a lot of spy books when i was a kid spy kids at a little bit older that's yeah spy, spy adolescent spy teens spy teens, spy teens. <laughs> hacker um, teens did you read about ferris bueller aka matthew broderick getting into this crazy car crash you guys aware of that i've actually never seen no. ferris bueller's um, oh that's so good it's a separate conversation but uh no apparently he was vacationing in northern ireland and he just was driving a car, was in the wrong lane, and collided head on with another car and killed the two people in the other car. <laughs> he was fine. I mean, I think he was pretty messed up. I think he's fine now. He's alive. Uh, hmm. This is in 1987, so a year after Ferris Bueller. Was he drunk? No, I think he he was in the wrong lane. So they drive on the left-hand side of the road. And I think there's not a lot of details I was trying to read, but I, I think he just, you know, bad habit. He, he ended up on the wrong side of the road during, uh, what do you mean raining or something. What? What do you mean? Bad habit. Or just out of habit. Cause we drive, be a little difficult for me to oh, always go on the left hand side. Wait, he was in, wait. He was in Ireland. In they Ireland, drive on the left hand that side. Point. Fuck, that's and, crazy. Uh, yeah, like basically nothing happened. He just paid like a, fi- a hundred seventy five dollar fine. 
and returned to the U.S. He paid a little bit more in the U.S. too, but holy shit, man. The steering wheel should be on the other side, right? Kind of like a yeah. reminder. Yeah, it is, I think. But it's still, yeah, the Grant have it to break, probably. This film, War Games, was nominated for the Oscar Best Cinematography. Yeah, what do you think about that, Grant? Uh, I think we've come a long way, then. <laughs> a long, long way. <laughs> I think, like, it's just not even comparable it's that's weird because a lot of films that are classic films um that we've seen or like i studied in film class like it's all about film techniques for the most part and like introducing film techniques you know like uh joan of arc quinn do you remember joan of arc that yes. intro that was the one of the first films to do an extreme close-up and that was made in like the what the 30s or something joan of arc movie 28 which is absolutely insane so like i don't yeah i I don't believe that this should did it win oscar no it was just nominated three nominations i i haven't heard of any of the other movies it was competing against uh flash dance the right stuff zalig which one won fanny and alexander that one looks like a good movie, honestly. What was the winner? Best costume. Fanny too. and Alexander. <laughs> Two young Swedish children in the 1900s experienced the many comedies and tragedies of their lively and affectionate theatrical family, the Ekdals. Got Dune one in 2021? Dune. We actually almost watched all the ones for 2021. Dune, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, The Tragedy of Macbeth, which we did not see in West Side Story. Which we did see. Yes. And Dune 1. Dune 1. Um, I have a favorite quote I want to share. Tell me. So it's that I checked the random number generators and they're not even running. Is That's right. That seems like that's not how random number generators should write. I mean, not even running. I don't know. That was. Did he like, say that, or did he say yes. random access memory? No, he said random number generators. <laughs> uh, I like tuned out any technical talk. I think random. I, I, I wish I did. It. I like ignored it, and I was like, "What's going to happen next?" <laughs> <laughs> I wish I did that because it was dumb most of the time. There could be some. I don't know. Some sort of seed program that yeah is seeding something but i i mean yeah we're there's a lot of fundamentals like <laughs> i i don't know it, it's hard to even tell because it's so long ago you don't know what's fiction and what's you know they truly tried to base the film on some correct technology yeah an event that happened was at the airbase wherever in 1979 maybe the random number generator <laughs> just <big> wasn't <laughs> running <laughs> it wasn't running it's not even running sorry <laughs> uh the corn is raw uh what else do i got here uh i don't know how he ended up in grand junction did he really did they really drive him from seattle to grand junction where norad well, hitchhiked based? No, 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 that was leaving. He, when he was when he was like in jail. No rabbit. When he was in, arrested. Was in Colorado. So from Seattle to Grand Junction, you're saying? Yeah. Like I when he got picked, really he got show picked him up at the at the random truck stop. The convenience store. The convenience store. Pay phone. Yeah. yeah. I that was just That's just But then know, that's what the did she skip. say? But then like Jennifer was like, it was only three and a half hours. She drove from Seattle to Salem, Oregon. How did he get to Salem? The he bus flew. out. He flew from Grand Junction to Salem. No, he went bus. Bus. To hitchhike. And then she met him at the airport. In Salem. Yeah. And after she, he got off or he got on? After off. he got... Who... I don't it, it I it it like looked like he just arrived to the airport. That's what I was about impression to fly. Was, 
Yeah. Oh, I thought he she was leaving because he was coming in through the place where the gates are. Well, gates, pre-9-11. Yeah, pre-9-11 gates were you, just there. They were a suggestion. Yeah, like you walk in there, you just go to the gate. It's pretty nice. I wish we still had that. No Dude, security. You could, we, you could just hang out at the gate. You could smoke on the plane. But she wasn't. She didn't fly. Yeah, they all said the smoke near non-smoking section to Paris. I was like, damn. I think they showed the plane land, right? And then he got out. Maybe cinematography maybe. could have used some work. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> they spent the whole budget on the pterodactyl. Yeah, that was weird too. Are you paleontologists? No, we're high school kids. Oh, get so off was my weird hand. too. Like, what, what he really wanted the whole world to blow up, and then did he? Why did? Why couldn't they make the phone call? Like, why couldn't he just call them and be like, "It's a simulation"? Instead, did they had to go there in person. Yeah, and then run there right as the vault was closing or whatever, the safe room. Whatever. It was it's weird. A little, it was, it's a little too... A the plot was kind of too on point with things like that, where it's like, in the nick of time! In the yeah. nick of time again! Young in the nick of time ways. again! <laughs> he's a genius, but he's also super cool. He gets all the ladies. Doesn't even have to try. His room's what, always Lightman? a mess. He's so quirky. Yeah. Yeah, he had like one pair of pants on his back. He's like, I'm sorry for the mess. It's a mess. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking all I got. Uh, yeah, I, I got I'm out of juice, too. <laughs> tic-tac-toe. I like they're like, uh, why, did, why did you stop playing tic-tac-toe? Uh, you never win. <laughs> Clearly, you don't play against little kids. It's the only time you play tic-tac-toe. It's true. So yeah, war games. Well, Quinn, it, uh, about that time there, Grant. It's about oh. that time the GQ patented review where we decide whether the true rating of war games is over under the IMDb rating. And with almost a hundred thousand votes, we're sitting at a seven point one. How a hundred thousand votes? Almost ninety-eight. I'll start. I'll go under. Grant. <sighs> Cold, I feel like I let you guys down because this was, it was, it was like not really, it was like weirdly just a movie I was going to watch and <laughs> I feel bad for recommending it. I don't know. I guess it was a historical <laughs> film that kind of relates to Ukraine. Not really at all though. <laughs> it, yeah. I would it's consider it a historical drama. Yes. The techno thriller, a historical techno thriller drama. Yeah. The director was fired after 12 days of shooting because he was taking a somewhat dark approach to the story. A somewhat dark approach? That sounds like good. So, like I think a dramatic techno thriller approach? I think the like, guy and the girl were like doing Blade some Runner or something? Nazi undercover thing. So, it was my job to make it seem like they were having fun and that it was exciting. That sounds interesting. <laughs> he said. <laughs> He what? said Roderick and Sheedy were stiff as boards when they came onto the soundstage. I'm a little lost, but I like the idea. The director says he loosened them up? Yeah, he loosened them the up. The original he, director? No, the new director. Because mm. he gave the them actors bourbon. thought they were going to be fired. Like the show, the movie was getting canned. <laughs> so... I don't know. I'm just trying to read anything interesting about this. I'm going to go over. Yeah, we're we're in a different section. Sorry. Okay. I'm going to go over. I thought it was a good time. I selective hearing on anything that I thought was remotely questionable. And I was like, you know, I'm I'm in it for the ride. You know, I think it was a good time. I I had fun with it. It was a God. I had never really. I don't think I'd ever really seen the whole thing before. Definitely seen parts. And I thought I was, I was entertained throughout it. And that's what I was looking for. I'm going to go under. I don't think it was very good. Um, I'm, I know we skipped that point grant, but there was also another incident in 1983 where the Soviets thought we fired missiles at them. Yeah. I saw that. 
It's related. It's a related, related wiki article. But so it says see also is that is that Western propaganda? Nuke. Yes, because they didn't mention the the U.S. one. But yeah, maybe what? they've got a rush. The one that actually involved no red. <laughs> that one. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, yeah, I'm never. I don't think I'd ever watch this again. It's really <laughs> strange film. Uh, definitely Mac and Me vibes. Like, right? if you told me this was like one of the worst films like of the '80s, I'd be like, uh, I can see it. Dang. <laughs> um, Though Pat, you know, like I, I, we watched one of the lowest films. Um, I think it was our first bad film. It was called The Fog, and it was one of my. It's still, I would watch it again in a heartbeat. I thought it was so, <laughs> like, energy. I was so entertained. It was it, the remake. It was just bad. Yeah. I didn't take it seriously. Like, it was it was good. No, it wasn't a remake, was it? Yeah. That's why was, it was had such poor reviews, too, because people. The Fog? The Fog. Are you sure, Quinn? I'm looking at it right now. Okay. He's, Quinn's sure. So 2005 remake. was the remake of the 1980 version. Grant's got, re- he's very sensitive to the remake. <laughs> I really, whenever he was typing into like you know the command prompt or whatever, I was always like, "What the fuck is he gonna say?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like a little guessing game, always wrong, but it was fun to play. Yeah, that sounds. Fun. Sometimes they'd say things and then they'd leave out some of the words in the prompt. And yeah, whatever they put in the computer, but. I guess systems in those days, you know, you they accepted broader terms. It wasn't a case sensitive. Grant, you were just purple there for a second. Maybe it's your uh, computer lighting that's uh, interfering with. Oh, your you're webcam. like flux or something. I'm purple now. Yeah, you're purple. Yeah, yeah, because it's a purple screen. Well, when I you, do a new tab, it's literally a, all purple because my tab, my Chrome theme is purple. I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> Do you have like I have I have like many Chrome themes. Like I have a work one, I have a GQ review one, I have a just different colors. Normal. Yeah, but then there are different passwords, different bookmarks. Like it's just a totally different profile. Nope. I'm the same person on all my Chromes. I'd like to separate church and state. Okay. I believe they should be one. Holy union governed. All right. All right. Uh, we... Anything else? Oh. Oh. What are we doing rolling. next week, Grant? Next week, we are rolling. Is this, should I zoom in a little bit, guys? Numerous. Yeah, yeah. Can we get Trey? No, no, no. I haven't rolled yet. Why is there a three there? Look, I don't know. When you type in RNG, look, it'll just, I don't know. It's one through it's, ten. See, it's the RN. It's the they're not, they're not even what, turned on. It's the quote. Yeah. Yes. Oh, the random, right, one through twenty fifty. Random number generators aren't even IMDb. running. Let's yeah, get it. So, run the numbers, we, Grant. Run the numbers. Two hundred <gasps> on the dot. All right. Let's see. GQ oh, review. You can looks, find. Um, yeah. number 200 you better pull you up go to gqreview.com slash imdb dash top dash 250 um, this I think is the first time we've gotten a, a for real um, it's definitely not repeat. the first time yeah no a for real repeat no before we got like a sequel or something I, I feel like we've had this conversation no. before no I said but we now got I know for sure for it'll sure it'll never happen again this is the uh, this is the first time I would bet on it. But anyways, we landed on um, Before Sunrise, which we've already seen. And was highly, um, highly recommended. accoladed at our yes. annual awards show. I, I would watch, yeah, the best trilogy, Episode one of the best trilogies seven. ever. We could watch what it again. Do? I'm down. <laughs> we don't. Oh, I'm doing it again. Grant. Generate. 25. Huh. It's an oldie. It's a wonderful life. Okay. This is um, like a Christmas movie. Or you like watch it going to be more Christmas. sexism in this. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. I think I it's, like an, uh, 
Something it's about a business. Life. He's a frustrated businessman. Yeah. He needs a woman's touch. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be weird. But this is why we do it. Could be great. Yes. Could be yes. amazing. It's it's, it's a it's like a cult classic almost from what I understand. Like people watch it every year during Christmas. Um, George Bailey has so many problems. He's thinking about ending it all. And it's Christmas. As the angels discuss George, we see his life in flashback. As George is about to jump from a bridge, he ends up rescuing his guardian angel, Clarence, who Spoiler. then shows George what his town would have looked like if he hadn't been for all his good deeds. If it hadn't been for all his good deeds over here. It's, um, like, it's the same. <laughs> Look at it. You don't matter at all, dude. <laughs> Life is meaningless. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <Ugh>. The fish <laughs> yeah. would be a little bit smaller because they didn't eat your body as you jumped <laughs> off the bridge. <laughs> well, all right. It's a wonderful life. What is it? 1940, what? 47? Six. 46. 46, okay. 443,000 votes. Over Swallows. four times War Games. Which was scale. the best movie of the 80s. Of the 80s, and yes, of the whole 80s. Yeah. Well... Anything else? Are you guys nope. ready for It's a Wonderful Life? How long is this film? Two hours and ten minutes. It's really PG. It's interesting. It's about suicide. Keeping it family it's, friendly, though. Yeah, it's not really about... I don't know. We'll see. It's what um, I think it's like, Yeah. Um, it starts off with him wanting to jump off a bridge. Yeah, but... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll see. I've seen it maybe once or bits and pieces of it during Christmas. Oh, really? Okay. I've. That's never... why he's, he's he's acting like he, he knows everything, Pat. It's, he was disagreeing mm-hmm. I with you. I don't really. Yeah. I'm just. Just vague knowledge of the topic. Vague knowledge. <laughs> I've heard of the title before, so. And I read the synopses live for a podcast. So <laughs> I feel like I'm the expert on the matter. SME. SME. Okay. All right. Well, that's all I got. And anything else to from from Q or P? No. Mm, Grant's banned from nostalgia picks. Yeah, no more picks. You went over, man. That was Quinn messaged me privately. First was Shrek. Second was War Games. Did you go over with Shrek? I did, yeah. Quinn hated it. Yeah, Quinn hated it. And he hated Quinn watched it. He was like, never again. He he kept on saying, he's like, I just don't just buy it. that the Chris that the princess would get with Shrek. <laughs> I, I think I went it. over for both. I am uh, Quinn, it's, easily entertained. Yeah. It's, <laughs> would you do you buy a princess turning into an ogre every night? Oh, that's different. That's a that's like <laughs> mythology versus relationships. Well, we're gonna watch Shrek two. <laughs> I want to watch Puss in Boots. I wa- I haven't seen Puss in Boots. I'll watch it. <laughs> that's I seen Puss in Boots. How why, have you, you don't why like do Shrek? You, why do you not like Shrek? Seen I've Puss seen all these. You're just a diehard Shrek fan. Okay, I would think that I you would have seen, seen three the or four. entire collection of Shrek. I haven't even seen three and four. Okay, just stops when it's good and replays it a bunch. I'll watch. I'm scared to watch three and four. Honestly, you should be. Yeah, that's why I haven't. I'd be scared. Don't put some like here. Boots, yeah, could be. Have you seen it? No. But he's the. We should uh, say this. All right. Yeah, we don't need to talk about pussy. <laughs> I think we can talk about pussy. I think maybe we could sub out. It's a wonderful life for pussy. No, oh, it's a wonderful life. Next week, let's get it's, it. Uh, all right. We. This could be for... an awkward next week. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening. Um. You know, uh, yeah, thank you for watching and listening um, and joining Coca-Cola. us for GQ Review, um, our weekly podcast where we review things. Uh, 
follow us on our social media at GQ Review. Uh, that we have an Instagram and a Twitter, and you can email us feedback at GQReview.com. You can send us, you know, your favorite Shrek. You know, um, I think <laughs> Quinn uh, is messaging me right now offline that he really would like um, essays or any sort of arguments um, to, to prove why uh, the princess would fall for, for Shrek. Um, obviously, the movie is not enough for Quinn, that it's possible and plausible, and Quinn needs need more to uh, explain evidence. Yeah, he needs, so email, email him. Email us. We read all of our emails, um, and we'd love to hear from y'all. All right. Thank you all, and we'll see you next week with It's a Wonderful Life. Peace. Peace. Peace.